Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash BSV. Kane Corns, Jared Healy and Anthony Hudson. We're going to be joined by Matt Hill too to call the action. We've given Jared the flick for, and we brought in Matt Hill to call Friday Night Football. So looking forward to Matt joining us. But right now we're going to head up to Canberra and chat to the St Kilda assistant coach, Ben McGlynn, who is the reason why the Saints are playing such great footy this year. That's what he reckons anyway. Yeah, evening to you, Ben. Thanks for joining us. Uh, good evening, guys. Um, thanks for having me on. Are you the reason why the Saints are flying? <laughs> uh, no, I'd like to say so, but uh, it's all credit to the to the playing group. But um, uh, it's been a good start to the year so far, and uh, it's only early days, but um, signs are looking good. We need names, uh, Ben. Who was the person who came up with the idea to move Brad Hill to a high half forward role? Because that certainly has been a winner. Yeah, look, we we uh, we we did it in the game against Richmond. Um, we just needed to get it. Our ball use wasn't too great, um, you know, against against them. So uh, that was a shift about halfway through the game, and that was a collective um, from the coaching group. Uh, now, come on, Ben, you've got to play the game here. It wasn't a collective <laughs> decision. Somebody, nah, nah, somebody nah. mentioned who was the first person who said, uh, "Rats, I reckon, oh, I reckon I'll, we should I'll push." Give you, I'll, I'll give you, a, I'll give you a clue. So if if you can't move the ball out of the back line, who would like someone down there to? to run, run the ball around. So it's, Corey Enright was the one that okay. uh, right. suggested it, um, bring him up to the front of the, the play forward yep. uh, and then work up the ground and just run around to do what he wants. So it kind of worked that game. Um, we moved Dan, Dan McKenzie behind the ball, um, who's played down back before, but he was um, a good been playing wing well for us, but moved him behind the ball and Hilly went forward. And um, yeah, against the Hawks, we used it as well because they're a one-on-one defence. Um, and it was just a yeah good move that's um, been good for Hilly to change up as well. It's had a, a sort of a compounding effect too because McKenzie's form's been excellent. His uh, winning of uh, ground balls, I think, is the best in your club right now. Yes, yeah, he's had a great start to the year. Um, you know, massive engine works up and down the ground. Um, the wing rolls, especially when you're on the whip winger, it's not not a great role to run up and down. Mm. The ball doesn't come out there much, but. We value the role that they play in our, our team because it you know, sets us up defensively by getting back, um, helping out at ground ball level and also in the air, but um, also getting forward and um, closing out the oppo outlets. Um, so he, he's been in good form, as has um, Messiah and uh, Mason Wood. And Jade Gresham. like He's missed 26 games the last two years. I, I forgot how good a player he was, Ben. Did you? Uh, no, we always knew he, was, he had the, um, the talent. Um, it's just whether his application was something that he had to work on, um, which I guess when you're in rehab, you've got no other choice other than um, you know being diligent with your body, um, being professional um, in, in, with your training. So it's been a, a blessing in disguise for, for Jade to you know spend 
couple of years on the sidelines and, and realised how, how much he missed footy and he's applied himself really well. Um, he's come back in and the boys have been enjoying what he does around the footy because he's a pretty special player. You hear that from time to time. I mean, the famous one, Stevie J, where the players sat him down and said, you've, you've got to improve your professionalism. Christian Petrarca's probably spoken about that. There's many more. Gary Abler Jr. Gary Abler reports. did as well. Yep. Yep. Who, who initiated this one with Jay? Was it player-driven or was it just a moment that he woke up himself after five, six, seven years in the system? Um, I was probably player-driven. The leaders, Jaron Geary's been pretty hard on him from from day one because he really he knows what talent he's, he's got but um, it was a player player driven the leaders sat him down especially after uh, last year and, and he put a big, big pre-season in um, but you know Rats Rats has always been pretty hard on him as well in terms of um, applying himself uh, like you know professional athletes should do and um, he's responded and um, I think it's yeah it's been great having him Around the, around the middle of the ground as well, but he's spending a lot of time forward and setting up scores for us. What about Jack Higgins? Can, can, can you take me inside his personality? We used to see a bubbly, <laughs> you know, a real character that was clearly popular yeah. amongst his Richmond teammates, but he was smashed after round one, and probably rightly so, like he was poor. So to see him bounce back, and it's not the first time he's bounced back. He had the headlines last year, the Missy Higgins stuff. He, he must be a pretty strong sort of character underneath all the character that he shows from time to time. Yeah, he's he's really driven. Um, he's, he's, he loves his footy. Um, he's the first up every week to do his tape. Uh, he wants he wants to see his own highlights, so that's a bit of his own mm. his character. He, he loves he loves his own highlights, but uh, he's been good to the group. He's you know coming across from Richmond. Uh, you know, he, I guess he was getting a lot of the ball high, you know, getting the outlets for Richmond, and he always said he's, he's good close to goal, so he wants to play there, but. His value in the team's been, you know, up the ground, helping Dan Butler as well. Um, but yeah, you know, he's a driven, driven individual, and and what you see on the you guys on the outside is what he's like day to day. So it's pretty funny. Um, he's right into crypto, which is <laughs> extraordinary. But uh, there's not many people understand crypto, but apparently he does. So um, no, nah, he's he's a, he's a ripper. The lineup for the tape is is usually long on a Monday morning for an assistant coach. For those unaware, the, the players will line up individually in your zones and yeah, watch right. it. But who are the players you have to chase? Yeah, I like, want to know who's last. Yeah, as well, who yeah. do you have to chase? <laughs> oh, it's, it's usually when you have a win they line up. But mm-hmm. um, no, look, the young guys are the ones that uh, you have to chase up a little bit because they obviously got a lot thrown at them in their first first cup, first year or so, and so just them to get used to the schedule and the timings and. You know, they've been pulled from pillar to post with the fitness staff and massages. So the young guys are sometimes hard to get. But mm. they come up to you the day before the next game and have to do tapes. And it's like, it's a bit late now. But um, no, nah, they're, they're, they're all pretty good. The boys, uh, you know, really enjoy learning. And, and obviously, we're taking a different approach this year with our, with our analysis of how we, we code the game. Um, so, it's, yeah, the boys are enjoying it. How are you taking a, a different approach? What's the approach compared to previous? Well, well, yeah, every every game gets kicks, marks and handballs gets coded. And um, I think we've been sitting down and just watching a five-minute or a ten-minute passage with the player and just and go through what they're thinking, the decisions they're making. Um, instead of coding every instance that they're in the game, which is a lot, um, sometimes too much information can... You know, they can get bogged down at all. So we just try and streamline it, especially around our game plan, 
what we we want we value highly, which is you know a lot of the defensive efforts. Um, but we've just been cutting it down, especially our time as well as, as coaches, because you you move on to the offo pretty quickly. Um, so it frees up a bit of time in our week as well, just watching five or ten minutes with a player and they talk through their decisions and what's the game's doing. They have uh, dropped a couple of tools out of their forward line, as you'd be well aware. They've uh, named it, not you can take any notice of uh, the names, but strangely enough, this one is maybe how they're going to line up. Torano, Himmelberg, Cornelio, Hill, Green and uh, Bruin, which means they're pretty small, pretty athletic and um, and potentially uh, a challenge to you guys to for the, for the match-ups. Um, yeah, look, they've obviously got a great lineup. Um, we know that, and they've, they've obviously come out during the week um, saying, saying they're under the pump, and they're going to come out and, and try and throw the first punch. But I think all our matchups, we're pretty comfortable with what we're going in with. Um, but they're, they're a dangerous forward line when they get the supply. So yep. around the ball is going to be the one where the game's won and lost is around the midfield, and um, we've set up defensively, and our forwards can play a part, but if they get supplied, they're going to be a good team like they've shown over the last few years. Just one quick one, final one for me. Tom Highmore was uh, one of your finds last year when you really didn't have too many positives, and yet he's been yeah. squeezed out. Lionett's taken his spot. Now Lionett's out, and he's still not in. So what does he have to do, and where do you see him fitting in next? Yeah, look, it, it's, um, it's, it's, I guess it's good for us because we've got some depth in our in our squad now. And Josh Battle has probably been the one that's yep. um, taken Tom Highmore's spot. Um, he doesn't get spoken about a lot, but he's you know he's pretty reliable back there. And the last few years we've played him forward wing, um, but this year we just cemented him down back. Um, and he's yeah, he's going really well. So he's probably taken taken Highmore's spot with Caulfield going down early in the summer. Um, that opened up the spot for Highmore and, and Leanit. Um, but yeah, this obviously Ben Patton has come back into the lineup as well, who missed all of last year. So I guess we found Tommy Highmore on the back of um, Pato going down and a few other injuries. But we've got, you know, Timmy Webster hasn't played a lot of footy, um, so he's back as well. So um, it's good depth in the back line. Ben, I know your, your area is the midfield, but what is your philosophy with matchups in defence? When you look at someone like Toby Green, now largely a lot of you guard space now and it's not one-on-one, but for a player as special as him, will you have someone set for him and, and who will it be? Let us know. <laughs> um, no, obviously play play your area, but um, if, if Toby's high, it'll be one of Patton or Webster. Mm. And then if he goes deep, um, you know, you get your Wilkie will probably take him closer to goal. Um, so we like to you know, play our high runners up the, up the top and then the Howard, Wilkie and, and Battle of the deeper three. So, And then as the players rotate through there in the opposition, they just they get the matchups that they want. So, mm. But if he does get off the chain, um, you know, it's probably Patton will go to him and, and, and shut him down or Webby can do, do the same role. But let's hope uh, we don't have to go to that. And who do you think Lockie Ash will try and stop? I think the bloke we spoke about earlier, um, off the, yeah, so he'll probably go to Hilly. Um, I think they'll see that as a threat from him running up and down the ground. So, yeah, we're, we're, we're prepared for that. Um, and so is Hilly. So we'll see how that pans out. And Ben, um, if one of your players would, is to put his arms out after a decision oh. goes against him this week, who would, <laughs> who would it likely be? 
Well, yeah, he probably won't like me saying this. It's probably our captain. Um, <laughs> he's the most passionate player and, and, and one of the most determined blokes um, I know. And he's uh, He loves to win or hates losing, um, very competitive. So he's, uh, yeah, but we've, we've spoken about during the week. Um, it's just, you know, that's the rule being put in place. So you can't complain. You just got to get on with it. And I've never seen an umpire change his decision. So, um, you know, we, we speak a lot about um, staying in blue and making sure that we're making good decisions. Um, and that's that's a part of it. Part of being professional is, you know, just getting on with the job and, don't, don't put your arms out and complain. Ben, uh, thank you so much. Some fantastic insights uh, there from you, from your position and for Saints fans as to how you, you've got to the position you are. Good luck tonight. Thanks for joining us. No worries. Thanks, guys. Ben McGlynn, St Kilda assistant coach. I think one of the better it's assistant good. coach was, interviews in a long time. I was going to say, there was a lot of information that mm. it was, you know, without giving too much away, but giving a great insight into, into Gresham and the way that they take their matchups, I thought it was really interesting. What we did find out is that Corey Enright didn't want Brad Hill down in his back line. He yeah, wanted yes. him up, running up yeah, on yes. that forward line and all power to him because it's worked both ways. I want you to stay in the blue tonight too. Yeah, stay I, I will. Well, Jack still was one of those ones that got away with one last week. Yes. He was showing it, so That's there right. it goes tonight. Okay, AFL Nation will be taking your feedback all weekend on the Southern Phone open line. Switch and save with Southern Phone mobile plans. This is the AFL Nation pregame show for Beaumont Tiles. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.